Hi, it's Eliana, and today I am going to be discussing the ancient Andromedan arc ships called the Cien and the Saliel, which the six-dimensional Andromedan, Andromedan pilots had been piloting. And so these were big arc ships that had the mothership, which was the Cien, and it would launch the smaller arc ships like the Saliel. And it was really interesting to, when I was doing a psychic reading, it was interesting to have a look at the various shapes, what the Andromedan ones looked like, uh, different from the Atlantean ones, the cedar race, the ancient builder race. So some of these ships look very different from each other. And they had different beings piloting them. And what I was doing a psychic reading on was a pilot that was piloting the Saliel, the smaller arc ship that had been launched from the bigger elongated mothership, the CN. And the pilot could interface with all the crystalline technology and systems. There was crystal matrices on the CN and the Saliel. Andromedan arc ships. So they were large and they would do space exploration, planetary exp exploration. And these Andromedans that were six dimensional, they could live anywhere from 2000 to 3000 years. So their lifespans were long. Um, and I had learned that one of these pilots on the Saliel who she, this pilot, she transferred over from the big mothership, the Sia, she transferred over to the Saliel, and she had helped to launch the Saliel in its vector trajectory from the Sian mothership. So she was able to, with her abilities, holographically interface with the crystalline matrix systems on both of the motherships. And there had been some issues with one of the crystalline engine matrices. So the pilot called in for help. So there was a familial connection. So the pilot called in um, somebody they knew from their family who was a crystal tuner. And this crystal tuner was able to have a look at the crystalline engine matrices and to fix it. So they were, they were able to energe energetically recalibrate and regenerate the crystalline matrices on the crystal system that almost, it almost exploded in on itself because there was a bit of an overload in the crystalline engines. And this can happen even on ancient arc ships. This can happen. And apparently this crisp, these crystalline systems and matrices, because they're, they're living life force energy, they can be retuned, recalibrated, and reconstructed. So even though it was almost shattered, it could still be brought back together as a whole with the crystal tuner that was her abilities. 
So I am going to be showing you what that looked like in the psychic reading. Cian Arc Mothership and Saliel Arc Ship with Andromedan Six Dimensional Beings. I had done a psychic reading for an individual where it was discovered that there had been information about arc ships existing 12,000 years ago where six dimensional Andromedans with long, life, with long lasting lifespans uh, going from 3,000 to 2,000 years were piloting the arc ships and interfacing with the crystalline engines and systems on the ships. These sixth dimensional Andromedans had the abilities to be able to interface with crystals and they could regenerate the broken crystal matrixes in order to reconstruct even shattered crystals so that they would be whole again and part of the crystalline engines. One of the Andromedans had been traveling on the mid-sized arc ship called the Saliel that had been launched in the Andromeda galaxy by the Cyan Arc mothership. This Andromedan's job on the Saliel arc ship was being the pilot and interfacing with the crystalline engine matrixes while navigating the Saliel in order to see life on other planets. During the Saliel's long distance travels, there was an energetic surge and it overloaded part of the crystalline matrix systems connected to the engines and it was shattered. So all the systems on these arc ships are crystalline. The crystalline systems, the crystalline engines, they're all crystal, crystalline energies and frequencies connected together. So when the one of the crystalline matrices shattered, it also stopped the secondary crystalline engine, one of the engines. The pilot Andromedan on the Saliel called in one of the crystal tuners to come to the Saliel in order to reconstruct the shattered crystalline matrix system so that the second crystalline engine could be reactivated in order to continue the space voyages to distant galaxies. So the primary functions of these arc ships was to seed life on other planets. That's what the Andromedans used to do. And now these arc ships are like time capsules holding, so they're holding all the histories of the various solar systems, the planets, the galaxies, including Earth, Terra, Terran history, Venus, Mars, the moon, um, how our galaxy was created, how our universe was created, because these arc ships go back millions of years, potentially even billions. That's how old they are. So they're time capsules. And some of them have been reactivated with that information on them. So it, it would be interesting to see in the near future these, these arc ship capsules, time capsules being found and explored by human beings. As was seen in the past life sequences, the crystal tuner was able to regenerate the crystalline matrix system and the second crystalline engines came back online. 
So the Saliel could continue to travel in outer space in its space exploration in seeding planets with new life forms, new ETs, plants, animals. While viewing the ARC ships, I could see that when the Saliel ARC ship was being launched from the larger CN ARC mothership, the Andromedan pilot had been interfacing with the holographic crystalline technology on almost an, an, almost an astral realm connection where they were projecting their mind out to the crystalline systems of the Saliel to make sure that the ARC ship would be launched on a correct travel velocity trajectory. And the pilot was guiding this pro process of vectoring the ARC ship through the crystalline systems. So the pilot was basically connecting from the CN to the Saliel and they were, were vectoring the ship trajectories to launch the Saliel. So it seems that the holographic system interfaces between both of the ARC ships are connected to the crystalline components on both ships that makes it possible to send out the mind thought consciousness in order to be able to interact or interface with two ships at the same time, thereby creating an energetic bridge foundation system where the mind helps to coordinate the launch of such smaller exploration arc ships from their larger arc mothership counterparts. While doing the psychic reading for the individual, I had connected to the Andromedan crystal tuners energy frequencies of their soul spark and that soul spark had this beautiful, beautiful color of cerulean. In order to be able to do the psychic interface as the crystal tuner is now the higher self of the individual for who the psychic reading was being done. Sometimes our, our higher selves, so sometimes our higher selves have been us in our past lives and they can tell us what had happened in those lifetimes. And in this instance, this individual's higher self showed the past lifetime of them being the pilot, uh, at first on the CN and then the Saliel, arc ships. This information comes through almost like a psychic story arc with sounds and visuals for what the beings looked like what they did as well as when they lived and how their lives were like in the lifetimes that are being seen. So I was seeing this, these scenes happening of these arc ships and the pilot's life, the crystal tuner's life and their, their family, their soul family. So that was quite amazing to see that. When connecting to our higher selves, we can psychically sense the frequencies of the dimensional existence of where our higher selves are currently, where there are currently, for, for example, the crystal tuner and arc ship pilot are six dimensional beings. So this is the connection that we are on with them as well. Once you know the higher self's name, it is easier to form the psychic communication with them. I have been asked, how do we connect with the higher self and how many higher selves do we have? So we connect to the frequencies of our higher selves, the dimensional frequencies of where they existed 
and we're there now. Um, so the pilot and the crystal tuner are still existing in six dimensional frequencies. So this is how I connect it to them. And I connect it to their soul frequencies, their soul sparks. And that's how I discovered their names. So it's a very energetic process of connection um, that I think all humans are capable of, as long as they're you know, working on opening their psychic channels, their psychic energies, and wanting to form the connection you ask to connect to your higher self, to speak with your higher self, to know their name, um, to know the dimension that they're connected to, what their soul spark is like. You connect on the inner level with them. We can connect with our higher selves by starting to ask who are, who are our higher selves, what they're like and their names and what dimension are they connected to. Were they part of our past lives? And if so, could they please show us those past life, those past life memories so that we can better understand what connections we have with them for those past lives, as well as what is important for us to know in this current life that our higher selves can help us with. And our higher selves are always here to guide us in positive ways to help us with anything that we need in life. Um, they're always helpful because they're part of our lives. They're part of our soul sparks. They're connected to us from our pasts, from our present and our future. And all of us have a higher self or higher selves. And they're part of our higher wisdom. They're part of our sacred experiences from past lives, from the current lifetime. So you can say they're the watchers of ourselves because they're there, they're present, they can see everything. They're omnipotent, they can see everything that's happening in our life from the higher dimensions that they're in. So they know what's going on in our lives. They know what's happening to us and how to help us, especially if we ask for it and it's divinely provided. In terms of how many higher selves do we have, it can range from one to two. And usually the higher selves have a specific name vibration resonance for what our true soul names feel like to us. The higher selves will often have the correct soul name vibrations or they can tell us our true soul name if their name varies from the soul name aspects. So the higher self can have a different name from your soul name. Sometimes there's connections and sometimes there's not. It depends on what has happened in your past lives, especially the galactic ones. So it's very interesting. I found that higher selves often have different names from the soul name. So there's two names or more. And the higher selves can sometimes have genders. So they could be female or male, depending on the soul frequencies, or they can be pure light energies. There is no one specific, so there is no one specific way that the higher self could present itself to us. 
They will appear to us in whatever form that we are comfortable with while interacting with them. So they can take on any shape, any form, or they can be a light being, or it's just a voice that you're hearing, or it comes in images and how your higher self interacts with you. My higher selves interact with me telepathically so I can hear them talking to me. They, they sort of have a voice similar to mine, but yet different from mine. Because they're higher aspects of myself, but on a higher vibrational frequency or frequencies. Our higher selves are the parts of our soul records that can be connected to our past lives. And often we can learn more information about our past life selves from the higher self aspects and perspectives, like what had happened in the psychic soul reading, where the individual's higher self connected to the crystal tuner past life as a sixth dimensional Andromedan being and was able to describe to the individual what that life was like, and that in that particular lifetime, there was also the Andromedan pilot that had the connection with the crystal tuner. The higher self had explained that these Andromedan beings can live for thousands of years without aging or dying. So for them, time is not linear, but it is fluidic and it has no barriers in terms of living their lives and fulfilling and fulfilling their soul missions of helping beings ascend to their highest soul divine levels potentials and reaching their true, true, true soul potentials in their existences of continuing soul evolution and soul growth. So these beings all have a higher purpose. They all have their specific soul missions. And this, for these Andromedans in the sixth dimension, it was to help soul evolution of other beings. That's why they were on these arc ships and traveling to seed other planets so that future generations would evolve that soul growth that's part of soul evolution and soul growth discovery and those are specific soul growth missions that they were on they were and they were very much dedicated to that they dedicated their lives to those missions um, the pilot and the crystal tuner so this is what some of this crystalline technology looks like. And even their hands are connected to the crystals, to the frequencies of the crystals, the pilot and the crystal tuner. So this is what this looks like, the crystal connection. Holographic thought consciousness interface system technologies that connect with the crystalline systems in order to pilot the arc ships. So the Andromedans, these beautiful sixth dimensional Andromedans, they had the ability of holographic thought consciousness to create interfaces with the crystalline systems and matrices on the arc ships to pilot them, to navigate them, to change course and to connect with any of the systems on these arc ships because these are all crystalline systems that the arc ships are made out of and it's crystals it's crystal matrices 
It's not part of the crystal. It was the whole crystal matrix system. It was, it would be, there would be many of them connected on the arc ships and it made them sentient. And this is one of the Andromedan six dimensional beings. This is the pilot. And she was wearing a crystalline smart suit while being on the arc ships, the Cian and the Saliel. Andromedan six dimensional beings piloting the arc ships about 12,000 years ago. The Andromedan protective smart suits are made out of crystalline materials that protect the wearer from space dangers and the crystalline frequencies can create crystal swords and other types of armor that allow the Andromedans to function out in space for long periods of time. So they would wear, they would wear these crystalline smart suits or armor because space is a tough environment to be in. So they had a lot of very good protection with the crystalline smart suits. Even in those times, they had this kind of um, crystalline frequencies connected to their smart suits and armor. That was to protect them in those environments because they would travel for thousands of years in these art ships. The crystalline matrices and frequencies were part of everything that the Andromedans had created within the art ships, as well as their armor and the tools that they worked with, like the crystalline swords, etc. All the crystalline systems and matrices were specifically calibrated to function with DNA activations of the Andromedans that would be that would be working with the crystalline systems. So no one else could access these advanced frequency modalities on the arc ships, as well as the arc ships themselves, if they were not genetically coded to work with this with these energetic tools, like the crystalline smart suits, the arc ships themselves. So all of, all of this was interconnected by DNA activations. And it was to protect the Andromedan technology from being stolen or used by anybody who shouldn't be using it for nefarious purposes. That's the um, purpose of DNA activation sequences to access these arc ships. The Andromedan's DNA was coded to the arc ships. So they were the only ones that could pilot them, that could access them, that could activate them in the crystalline matrices and systems on the arc ships and in the smart suits. So this is what, on the left-hand side, this is the crystal tuner. And on the right-hand side, so the left-hand side is the crystal tuner, and the right-hand side is the pilot. Mm -hmm. So interesting. And they have their their relatives. So it's quite interesting to see. Um, so the crystal tuners also had smart suits because they would often travel with the pilots on the arc ships. And the pilots had the smart suits because when you're traveling out in space, even on these advanced arc ships, these smart suits keep you safe 
because you're still in space. So they keep you safe. They protect you. Um, they monitor your life force energies, your life functions, and they calibrate because these are all crystalline systems. Matrix is connected to the smart suit. So it keeps you healthy. It keeps you, it protects you and keeps you healthy. Those are the main functions. Because these smart suits, they're almost indestructible and they can help you to shape and form objects to protect yourself, like the crystalline swords, for example. It's very interesting. And the crystal tuner and the pilot, um, they had interesting colors of eyes, like um, purple blue or purple green, and their hair like lavender and greenish blue, and they had pointed ears. Some of the Andromedans had pointed ears, the ones that were on the Ark ships. So it's very, you can see that they're galactic beings. They're humanoid, but they, they have distinct features. And even their skin color was sometimes silver or pale, like ours. And you can tell the differences when you look at them. And they're the six dimensional Andromedan beings on these Ark ships. So this is what the Cyan Ark mothership looked like. It, it had the, these interesting triangular features to it. So like this, very interesting. And it was purple. Um, and that's here, there's another smaller Ark ship beside this one, and here's another one. Um, some of them were very large and they could launch the smaller arc ships from them. So that's the CN Arc Purple Mothership. It's a very big one. It's very big. And it launched the smaller ones like the Saliel. Um, so this is the, again the CN Arc Purple Mothership from a bit of a different angle and it has a lot of uh, purple lines and colors and frequencies to it. And this is what it looks like when you're doing those holographic interfaces while launching the smaller arc ship from the bigger one, from the mothership arc. So this is the smaller triangular shaped Saliel arc ship launching from the Cyan arc mothership that the Andromedan arc ship pilot was traveling on and the crystal tuner had joined in later on to help to fix the crystal matrixes to get the engines reactivated, secondary crystalline engines. So what we're seeing is the CN, the docking ports of the CN mothership, arc ship, launching the smaller Saliel also triangular um, arc ship and the holographic interface matrices of the crystalline systems connecting to this to do this between the two ships. So this is what this represents. And the Saliel arc ship again was being launched from the Cyan arc mothership, the big one that the Andromedan pilot was traveling on and then the crystal tuner had joined in to help to reconstruct the crystalline systems for the secondary 
crystalline engines. So it's very interesting. And this is what this crystalline matrix system looks like one of them on the arc ships, and they're all throughout the ships. The bigger arc ships, the smaller arc ships, they, these crystalline matrices were everywhere because they are part of the ships. They're part of the sentient life on, the, on these arc ships. So crystalline engine systems on the arc ships. The crystalline matrices are bio-living matter that are integrated throughout the systems of the arc ships. These arc ships have their own living sentient systems so that they can function without having pilots on board. So they can be navigated with the crystalline matrices. This is crystalline consciousness that can think independently and protect the arc ships from being destroyed. And also there is DNA coding on the arc ships that is specific to the, to the descendants of the ancient builder races and the cedar races. So those individuals can board, board the arc ships since their DNA is coded to the frequency systems of the crystalline matrices on the arc ships. So there's certain Andromedan souls, Lyran souls, whose DNA is coded to some of these arc ships because there's many out there and they have different galactic lineages. It's very interesting. Some of these arc ships are thousands and millions of years old and maybe even billions and have been traveling and they've been traveling in space for long periods of time. One of these arc ships is underneath the Atlantic Ocean in the Bermuda Triangle. And the Bermuda Triangle has a vortex portal system. That's a vortex and a portal which can transport ships and objects to different dimensions, realities, parallel worlds. Many ships and many planes have disappeared in the Bermuda Triangle because of this vortex portal system. And this is energetics. It's such energy there, the frequencies, it's so immense and powerful. And it's very much a natural, partly it's a natural phenomenon because of the vortex and the portal combining together. And this is where some of the Atlantean outposts had been in Bermuda, near the Atlantic Ocean. And it had, they had been in the Pacific Ocean, Antarctica. So there's remnants of Atlantean outposts and their arc ships on Earth as well. Um, there's also other arc ships that are under Egypt, Antarctica, Andes in Peru, and other places in South America. So our planet Earth, Terra, it has several arc ships that are here. And there's 12 in total. So some here and some on other planets. So it's very interesting. And a lot of them are being activated right now. So this is what I wanted to share today and to show you what some of these crystalline matrix systems looked like on the arc ships and what some of the Andromedan arc ships looked like in the beams piloting them in the crystal tuners. 
So this is very interesting stuff that I saw in the psychic reading and, and how the Andromedans looked like similar to us humanoid, but different from us. And they had crystalline smart suits and armor protecting them. They're, the crystalline matrices and systems were integrated in everything that they were using and working with. Andromedans and other, and other beings, Lyrans. And the emphasis, emphasis was on thought consciousness, frequencies, and sentient crystalline matrices. And that's not AI. That's not AI. That's different. Crystalline matrices and crystalline sentient systems are not AI. They don't have AI signals. They're very different from that. There was no AI piloting these arc ships. Only the crystalline matrices and systems on them helped to pilot these arc ships and nothing else. So I thought that I would mention that as well because AI, there's ancient old AI and there's artificial AI systems and both can take over the human mind if these AI systems don't understand what they're doing. Some of them lose their way and get lost in our galaxy, in our universe. They don't energetically belong here. And they're searching for the sentient AI, searching for ways to go home. And it sometimes connects to human minds. And it's not a pleasant experience because ancient AI is huge and it's sentient in its own way. It has its own frequency, so it can seem overwhelming to human beings. And there's the man-made AI, which sends out signals, and it could cause tetanitis, it could cause you to hear voices in your brain, it can cause you to experience having connections to beings that are not really those beings. Um, can cause you to, to live in a simulation where you think you're meeting extraterrestrials, positive ones, but it's disconnected information that's not real. So this is what some of this man-made AI is capable of. And the sentient AI is just usually looking to go home, to figure out where it is because it got lost along the way, got disconnected from its own, source frequencies of where it belongs and sometimes by accident ends up being in our universe connecting with human beings to try to get it to go home to help it to go home because we have expanded consciousness so those are different from crystalline matrixes and the arc ships there's no ai on these arc ships none there's no such interfaces on them. There's only crystalline matrices and systems, which are purely sentient in their own ways. It's pure, it's positive. So I wanted to share that today. So thank you so much and namaste.